It is Nick Zangle, aka Kyle, according to some people online, critical of some recent videos of mine. In light of being incorrectly stereotyped as a Kyle or a Chad, a frat bro, mansplaining, sexist, misogynist stereotype, I thought to myself, let's explore this stereotype a little bit by also highlighting a company that I've really been enjoying recently who also gets this same kind of incorrect stereotype attached to them and it is none other than Barstool Sports and I thought today was the perfect time to talk about them because I recently bought shares actually in Penn National Gaming which is a new partner as of early 2020 of Barstool Sports and I bought that stock because I like the content of Barstool and I will touch on that a little bit later and today actually happens to be the day that Penn National Gaming, their stock actually gets added to the S&P 500. So that's pretty exciting and pretty huge. And I believe it is a sign, it was a sign that news back on Friday for me to make this video today, which will address a lot of things that have been on my mind recently. And I actually had been planning on making this video for today prior to that news coming out on Friday. So I was like, you know what, it's perfect timing. All the things are aligning, so let's do it. So if you don't know, Barstool Sports is this rough around the edges, sports betting, sports coverage, and is now branching out into more content from lifestyle to gaming to pop culture, a lot of different things beyond just the sports fan. And it was started by Dave Portnoy. But my personal journey knowing about Barstool Sports really started a few years ago when I was seeing a lot of compilation videos on Instagram and Facebook of college party fails or sports fails or just really interesting compilation videos of all these funny things and at the time I didn't really think beyond that to look into the company anymore. I thought okay this stuff's cool but don't know much more about it. And then I grew to know more about Dave Portnoy through this past year and his appearances on news networks and some of the things that have gone viral of his comments on a lot of things that happened over the past year from the lockdowns to the riots to the stock market all those things really kept having him pop up on my radar and then i was following the call her daddy incident which if you didn't know what that was it was this huge contract dispute between barstool sports and this podcast that they were licensing the name for, which is basically just a locker room talk for girls, if you will. And I became fascinated with this because I'm always interested in stories that pull back the curtain to any industry and especially these new emerging industries that are growing. So that incident really displayed to me the what, what Barstool was really all about, which is transparency and it actually showed me again that they, this was their willingness to keep good talent that's doing well for them and not trying to screw them over and also their willingness to support creatives because Alex, who was one of the co-hosts of the podcast, is the only co-host who survived that whole thing and is still at Barstool doing that podcast by herself, but she gets to keep the intellectual property to call her daddy, which I think is a huge deal and I honestly think at this point that's how it should be going forward. That should be the standard. I just thought that whole situation, although that podcast isn't necessarily for me on a regular basis, that incident and the way it was handled and how one of one half of the team of the podcast actually ended up staying at Barstool and one left just showed me what the company was all about and what they really stand for. So as a result of all that exposure, YouTube does what YouTube does and it recommends me a new podcast called BFFs by 
TikToker Josh Richards and Dave Portnoy, founder of Barstool Sports, I gave it a chance the first episode and the first few episodes, and, and I saw some coverage by other drama news YouTube channels that were giving it good reviews too. And so this signaled to me the instinct of Dave Portnoy to get TikTokers involved with his content. And instead of bashing it like a lot of, a lot of people are who don't understand it, this was really smart, I think, of him to try to understand it from people in it. And even me as someone who could be stereotyped as the TikTok generation because of my age. And I'm personally going down the YouTube shorts route, but there's still a lot to learn from TikTokers to implement on YouTube Shorts, I believe, and I'll touch on YouTube Shorts later in the video as well. But I recently really started watching more Barstool content as a result of all these interactions I've been talking about, and the one thing that really got me into more Barstool content and helped me find it are the stool scenes that are on the Barstool YouTube channel, which is basically just a weekly recap of everything that's happening with Barstool, and it's kind of shot in a reality TV way that mimics the show The Office. It really is the anchor for me to find other Barstool things that I would enjoy. And although some people on YouTube have tried to characterize me as this Kyle Chad type, that is very far from the truth, which is ironically why I like Barstool Sports, because I wasn't that frat party guy in college and you can see the topics I cover on my channel. I don't think I give the impression that I'm this kind of frat bro type of person. Maybe sometimes people interpret my tone as that if it's the only video they've ever seen and the only clips of me they've ever seen. When I see that stereotype placed on me, I'm like, come on, if you really watch my channel, if you know me, you know what I put out, you know that's not true. And honestly, I kind of live vicariously through a lot of the content that the company puts out. I did grow up watching a lot of sports because our household wasn't a big sports household, but once I moved out on my own, it kind of naturally faded out, but I still keep up casually with sports. And I think that Barstool is great because it's really for the people who like a variety of things and aren't necessarily the conventional consumer or viewer. It might be one of the few media companies that hasn't been completely ruined, in my opinion, by what happened in 2020, which was very political. It was, um, especially Barstool, actually, Dave Portnoy did an interview with President Trump. But I did see a few comments recently, now that I'm more into the content and reading into these things, saying that they think Barstool isn't what it used to be. And I understand also that the Stoolies, which are kind of the fandom or fan base of Barstool, um, are a very passionate group, and I think any fandom really is. So I understand that changes are not easily digestible for most, but the fact that the company continues to grow, even in 2020, when a lot of companies are not growing or even just dying off, this company actually has what it looks to be a very bright future with new partners, expanding content, and business ventures. And so they must be doing something right. And so that's what I like about Barstools. It seems to have this, this uh, essence of believing that if you are a stereotype, if you happen to fit into that box, then you can own it and fit in there. But if you don't happen to fit into that stereotype, you can own it and fit in there as well. So speaking of stereotypes, there is this one specific interaction I actually recently had in a comment section on YouTube for one of the shows that Barstool puts out. 
that really highlights everything that I've been saying this whole time about debunking the claims against them and just debunking stereotypes in general. And it was a comment back and forth in a comment section of a recent video with the Unnecessary Roughness Show podcast, which is a college football podcast. And the comment was in response to them recognizing International Women's Day because there was a male and a female co-host on that show, to which I replied, why not celebrate women every day by treating them equally? And someone agreed with me, and then someone at the, on the account, the official Apostle account for that show, said that that was the point of the show, and to which I replied, exactly, that speaks for itself. This interaction and this whole dynamic of that show and my comment back and forth really goes against that Barstool brand that many of their critics tried to paint them as, which I don't think is true, which is that kind of frat bro, sexist, misogynist, whatever you want to call it. And I don't know who at Barstool responded to that comment, but I just want to say thank you because uh, it gave me an example for this video, which I was planning on making, but didn't really know I was going to add that in at the time. And it just showed that that is truly what they are about. Also, the response to helping small businesses as a result of all the, the shutdowns and whatnot with the newly formed Barstool Fund and also the stories of how founder Dave Portnoy, who does these one-bite pizza reviews all across the country, have actually saved a lot of small businesses that he's reviewed. I think all those things really also support the debunking of those stereotypes that are placed on the company and on the brand a lot of the time. I want to ask you, what type of content would surprise people if they knew you watched it and why do you think that is? So let me know in the comments and make sure to keep listening because I have a programming note here about YouTube shorts in particular. So I am not sending them to your subscription feed or to notifications if you're signed up for notifications on this channel. For now they will only live on the short shelf which is on the homepage of this channel and in the all videos list on the videos tab on the channel because these shorts are actually meant to serve as quick preview advertisements for people using YouTube shorts to get them to full videos like this one and I want to make sure that your subscription feed and your notifications aren't being flooded by all these videos that are coming out that are just clips of this one because I'm testing out different thumbnails and different styles but you We'll be able to distinguish them from a full video because one, they're less than 60 seconds, all of these clips. And I will have a slightly different thumbnail and a custom title for each short relating to that specific clip. However, if you'd still like to support the shorts and give feedback or comment on them, which do help them get seen by, by new people, or if it's a short clip that you want someone to see that I've posted that might help them get to a full video if they don't want to commit to a full video quite yet, Make sure to check the channel every day at noon Pacific Standard Time for these new shorts related to the previous full video. So thank you so much for being here uh, and make sure to come back every Monday and Friday at noon Pacific Standard Time for new full videos from me. And if you'd like to see more content from this channel, make sure to tap or click the video box next to me and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye-bye.